0: Welcome to episode 19 of The Conscious Cut, where we keep it real about sustainability in life and style. Bringing you our point of view as women of color every first Wednesday of the month, we are your hosts, Jalisa and Nee.
1: Thanks for joining us. Our special guest is Anthony and Marley Love, the duo behind Traveling While Black, a show where they travel to different locations then rate their experience as Black people visiting for the first time. Before we get into it, Anthony and Marley. Do you mind sharing how you identify with the conscious group? Yes, I identify as she, her
2: pronouns and a Black woman.
3: And um, Anthony and I identify as pronouns he and him and I am a Black man.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. No problem. So originally from St. Louis, Missouri, Anthony and Marley started traveling while Black in October of 2019 when they found themselves moving to Seattle for work. They began documenting their travel experience in the Pacific Northwest area and are now traveling the world. They have worked with the Drew Barrymore Show, Evening King 5, the Seattle Channel, Converge Media, Seattle's South Side, and more. Congratulations, you two, on the success of the show. And again, welcome to The Conscious Cut, Anthony and Marley.
3: Hey, yeah, thanks for having us.
1: Thank
2: you so much. Yeah. We're excited to be here.
1: Yeah, we're excited to have you on. Now, you often refer to your show as like a modern day Green Book of the Northwest. And for those not familiar with the Green Book, it essentially was a guide created in nineteen thirty-six by a New York postal carrier to share like safe places for African Americans to eat, sleep, and you know, just shop and travel throughout the Jim Crow era in America. And in April, you, alongside the Black Heritage Society, hosted a bus trip, lunch, and a self-guided tour of their exhibition, The Negro Motorist's Green Book. And that was held at the Washington State History Museum in Tacoma, which is so awesome. And I'm so sad that I missed it. I literally was driving down there. And it was the end of the exhibit, but I did catch your episode on it. And man, it like brought a tear to my eye. It was just so beautiful that you guys were able to do that.
3: Yeah, that, that was an unbelievable experience. We, we were honored that we were asked to be a part of that because the Green Book is like a big inspiration of what we do. But that exhibit, yeah, when my parents came up just a couple months ago, we took them to it. That's how kind of dope it was, you know, how powerful it was.
2: Yeah, yeah. we did twice. Twice,
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And then from like learning more about you through research, Marley, your grandmother had a copy of the Green Book, right? Yes,
2: yeah, she did. I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house growing up, and they um, always had a lot of books, like even like encyclopedias <laughs> downstairs, like in their basement. And so Anthony and I were down there one day, just hanging out and looking at the books again, and saw one of the copies, and we we're like, "Oh, wow!" So we just took a look and didn't really.
3: I don't even think in that moment we really knew its impact, you know. Because even when we asked our grandmother about it, you know, she, she's uh, how old is your grandmother? They're like ninety-five, right? And she just kind of spoke about it kind of nonchalantly, you know, saying, so "Yeah, we needed that," and you know, and that was it. And we said, "Okay, that's a pretty cool concept." And uh, years later, you know, like going to that exhibit you find out just how really vital it was just to enable black travel across this country and, and, and ensuring the safety of black travelers.
1: Mm-hmm. And then that's why it's so important for you guys to have like open up this platform and, and do the things that you're doing. So we appreciate that you, you know, going on this journey and taking us with you.
3: Oh, Thank wow. you. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes us feel so good. And, actually makes it worth It keeps us doing this, you know, so really appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And then knowing like the country's history, but to see, feel and experience it firsthand as like Black people traveling in America. I know you touched on it a little bit, but at the heart of it, like what did hosting the exhibit mean to the both of you? And why is it important for like the Black community to travel?
2: Yeah, hosting the exhibit meant a lot to us just because, you know, we started the show for that exact reason. And to see it like come full circle where they're like, we're opening up this exhibit. It's being talked about more. It's being promoted more. And then having the Washington State History Museum allow us even take over their Instagram and post about Black travel and the Green Book. It was just like, wow, it's just freeing. It's Mm -hmm. easy to talk about. We're having these conversations and it's not like, "Quote unquote taboo anymore, and that just meant a lot to us. It was awesome.
3: Oh yeah, you know, on top of what I kind of mentioned earlier, I think it it was really cool to see the opportunity we had to kind of share the knowledge of the Green Book because." There are a lot of folks that really don't believe that some of the issues that the Green Book was created to kind of steer away from still exists in this country and in the world, as a matter of fact, today. And so... When we do our show, we encounter those folks and and say they don't think there's no basis of what we do, but to allow, to bring the Green Book exhibit, the actual artifact itself and those people that might just come across our show and like to give kind of that pushback to see that, yes, there is a base, there is a history. It did go on and it still goes on today. I think that was kind of cool to see that, that impact and that opportunity. To kind of show people, you know, bridge that gap of, hey, here goes something outside of just me and Marley that yeah. proves we still got like a lot of healing to do, you know. Anthony,
0: I'm so glad that you said that because that's actually a point that I want to talk about <laughs> 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 because it's real I encounter people in, in, in my everyday life who don't understand how important not only the Green Book was back in, as Ni nee said, in the, in the Jim Crow era, but we still need that today in 2022. My family. I think I've talked about this before, but my family is from from Texas, and I don't know if either one of you have ever traveled there. But there are certain roads, there are certain cities, there are certain places that you, if you are not a white person, you just you can't go there during certain hours of the day or just period. That, that's real. That's not a like it's not a debatable thing. Like if you show up, something's gonna happen.
3: No lie, totally no lie. Right? We're from um you know as, as Missouri, and it's not that you know it's not. Not that different. There's places outside, you know, southern Missouri, northern Missouri, outside this, the known Missouri, the shown Missouri, that exactly like you said, you just can't go to.
2: And that's what kind of got us to even start the show because when we came up here, we were like, all right, are those places like that up here in the Pacific Northwest? Like, <laughs> we know Missouri. Mm-hmm. If we moved there randomly and somebody was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna move here," I would not want to go to those places, like at all. So we're like, "Well, let's try a re- make a resource for other people."
3: I would even like I would even throw this out there. It's just you, one could argue that it's almost more dangerous up in the Pacific Northwest than it is per se, like down south, right, where you kind of it's visible. But mm-hmm. Out up here, from not being around here, you really think about Seattle and the perception of Seattle is it's real progressive, real liberal. So your mind starts to think, oh, they all get it. It's a land where they get it. But as we know from like firsthand experience, once you venture out those city limits, things take a dramatic turn. We hope that our show is something that if it does exist, you know, we can help people steer clear of it. But more importantly, you know, we want to show people that here are places where it doesn't exist and they're pretty dope. You need to go check it out. <laughs> yeah,
0: I not to like make this the Debbie Downer section <laughs> of the episode, but I, I I noticed I've so I've watched a, a few of your videos and I'm big on. Instantly in going into the comment section when I watch a YouTube video, when I'm on Instagram, I'm like, oh, what what's going down? What's going down? What are people saying? So I noticed, as you were talking about a little bit earlier, Anthony, that there are people that just either they don't get it or they're just super aggressive and want to bring a different perspective and kind of like not understand the basis of like why you both started this. So how, how do you... How do you go about dealing with that? I mean, this isn't my question, but it'll lead it'll lead into my question.
2: You know, on YouTube, sometimes I'm just like, it is what it is. I'll just leave the comment. Sometimes I, I block, <laughs> I block them. Um, TikTok, I do a lot of blocking. I'll, I'll be honest there. Like, I just block people on certain aspects because, yeah, these comments, like, people can say whatever they want. People can go back and forth in the comments, but at a certain point, it's like this is the truth. I'm not gonna have you come on here, call us crazy, call us all these names, and just leave it up there for everyone to see. So, for me, I just block it or delete. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. No, it's funny because I kind of, I, I kind of encourage Marley to kind of leave it out there, and here's why. So early on, when we first started our show, you know, it wasn't a lot of folks following, so those kind of like comments were kind of. Touch a little bit more personal. Right. Mm And so I was like, yeah, just erase it, block them then. But now that our community is larger, what I think I like seeing is that when those comments happen now, there are other people from within our community that are able to combat it and do the talking for us, which I think is awesome because it, it keeps that discussion to show, you know, it keeps it out there and there's more people trying to you know argue the point that we don't have to do that we can focus on creating the content i think back into the uh, the exhibit the green book exhibit just what you know victor green went through when he was developing this guide you know all the pushback he got to but he had to stay focused on the cause he had to st- st- still keep going out and building this publication you know and, and i just think in my mind that he, he didn't focus because I don't think he could focus on all the negativity and the pushback. But he had people around him in the community he was building that insulated him and kept him protected from that. So I think that's kind of cool where I want Marley to let them live so that we can kind of uh-huh. let our community do the work. I'm going to keep
2: blocking. <laughs> I <Locking. laughs> give time to block. <laughs>
3: hey.
0: <laughs> uh- oh my gosh yeah i think i think yeah i think that's a good that's a good way to look at it in a good way to be because there's definitely there's definitely some value in 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 seeing those comments and in recognizing i mean it, it proves your point right if you yeah. see that there are people out there who who just aren't aware <laughs> yeah.
2: it, it's kind of like sometimes you can go down the rabbit hole and I think I have sometimes too much time on my hands because when we, were, <laughs> we had our, Kira, our Cairo interview and they put it on Facebook. I'm like, oh, let's see what the people uh. are saying, right? And I'm like, oh, God, this hurts. So uh. sometimes I do have to, if it's on my platform, you know, on our, like, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, I can control it. But on others, like, I realize I can't control it. And so I'm like, okay, it's all good. This is why you're doing the show because people are still acting like this. And mm-hmm ignore it all as
0: well well kudos to you both for having i don't know if i'd call it tough skin but just being able to to deal with that because it is it is difficult it is a challenge thank you,
3: you thank you yeah it makes it easy having two of us for sure a little, a little bit more easy yeah
0: a support system yeah
2: sure
0: so on on that note how do you think your blog has made a difference in the community so far?
2: I would say I feel like it's made a, a difference in the community cuz our initial goal right it was to first enable black travel and to help people find things to do when they come up here to the Pacific Northwest. You're leaving your family, your friends, you're not really sure what's happening. And now that we get like DMs or messages from people that say hey thank you so much for creating this this has helped me i like living up here now i didn't think i was going to i can't wait till my family comes and visits or even other individuals saying hey i'm going to come visit seattle because of the show which is good because it's like hey we need more black folks out here come up here please <laughs> <laughs> um, i think that's just helped open up you know the comfort level for people and that was our main goal and now that we're accomplishing it i think that's just made us um, very happy. Absolutely. And hopefully that has helped the community out.
3: That's that's what like for real, no lie, like makes all this worth doing it when people do reach out and let us know that what we've done you know us acting goofy i don't know if you've seen like uh any of our episodes where we do like the reenactments we have a box full of costumes right so we're like grown up and we'll get off our these our jobs of like all day born stuff and we'll go into our little office with all these costumes and record in front of a green screen to know that that actually still has some value to people on the reel that that's that's that just that yeah that that does it for us and that's what keeps us going yeah. and that's the best part about it all
1: of this, wait. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> get into those episodes yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. was, it like, was it the historical reaction?
3: So, yeah. was it like, <laughs> be? oh, be, yeah, but we'll be okay. our characters were the black would be and the black, <laughs> so we specified, but you got can check it out. We,
2: Vashon um, would be islands, but the islands yeah. episodes are yeah. probably have like. The
3: most i like creative. the underground tour that's our first tour, time yeah. really doing it yeah that was like what episode
2: Six, Six. yeah, yeah. and then episodes. we brought back some characters for this next episode oh know, yeah, yeah. Well. but so, they're not historical
3: uh, no, okay. yeah.
2: <laughs> so we try to keep it fun too yeah. not too serious yeah
1: oh yeah and i forgot to congratulate you guys on a hundred episodes right uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. That is so cool.
2: We seriously cannot believe it, honestly. Yeah. We never thought in no, million Well we wanted the show to have an impact mm-hmm. like on the community and help people. But you know, when you start things you never really
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: expect it. Yeah,
3: Because you, know, you get one hope, you know what I'm saying? Like I used to one hope for a rap career. Okay. And like <laughs> this thing is, they're gonna work out. So like this we would hope for it to actually see it do grow. That that that's pretty dope. Yeah. Even how we came up with the show. You know, yeah, you know, we were
2: just driving um
3: Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver like uh, first, British Columbia,
2: and we didn't know if there was any black people in Vancouver, so we just Google. <laughs> we're like, black you know, people yeah. in Vancouver, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you just have no idea. And so on the way back, we were like, okay, we Googled, we didn't find anything, but that was a, a cool day trip. Uh-huh. We were sitting in the line in customs, and we're like, we should do a show to help people mm-hmm. with this? Cause we really have no idea. And so we just like mapped it out and we're like, not just comfortably for black folks, yeah. but like, let's uh-huh. do the drive. Cause we were in traffic on the way back to get through. What's that? Customs. Uh, yeah, customs, customs? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we were like, Oh, but also is it fun? Cause it could be boring as heck where we go. And so yeah. we're like, let's do that too.
3: Yeah. So, you know, it, it kind of like to get the opportunity to have value, even without outside of, you know, our target black, audience so if like you know if you're a, a white viewer you can get something out of too along with awareness of course you know you can find out yeah the uh, fish market is pretty fun on saturdays
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. i have a bonus question Ooh, yes do y'all get stopped in the street do people notice you and say oh hey
2: a little, a little bit, bit. yeah. yeah it like,
3: happened uh, occasionally. More, yeah,
2: probably because, like you know, before what February of this year, we had like maybe a hundred TikTok followers, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like they started like coming up. And people were like, oh, I know you are yeah. from TikTok. And we're like, oh, and we're like so awkward and like, yeah, <laughs> we we're like
3: <laughs> shy, low yeah. key. And our friends, the loves, they uh, do a really cool. Their last movie. name's Love. Is yeah, they were, yeah, They, always, yeah. they here. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Not awesome. related, by the way. Yeah, they have,
2: but they do, we'll give them a plug. They have great monthly mixers yeah. for the community yeah. called Stink Seattle. So they
3: Support black nonprofits, and it's just dope. Uh, they bring, uh, like, the black community together. But we was at the last event, and then they kind of, like, announced us on the mic, just giving us a shout-out. And people actually, like, knew who we were. They were coming up to us. It was real weird for us. It was like, oh, oh that's... Yeah that's like, cool but yeah, well, and
2: we're like thank you so much yeah. Like, we're just so thankful that people actually watch the show and they want to watch yeah, the show yeah. <laughs> it's...
3: and aren't annoyed by it yeah exactly because
2: <laughs> we watch and we're like oh gosh sometimes we can not
3: watch <laughs> can't ourselves
2: hopefully we answered the question I know we I... <laughs> see how awkward we get when <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> <we're
3: all> like... <laughs> oh that's what I was going to say the The coolest experience with, like with somebody recognizing us though was last summer when Marley's mom and aunt and cousin and their friends they came up to visit we celebrate Marley's mom's birthday and so we go out to this place called the Jerk Shack and we go out Mm -hmm. we done done an episode about it like way back when it just so happens there's these ladies sitting uh, across from us and they ended up, they recognized us they or from Dallas I think Dallas, right? Dallas drove up Based on our, watching our episode and was doing stuff from watching our episode. And they happened to be going, trying out that restaurant that night that we happened to be there. Yeah. And so that was just crazy. Yeah, like, that just, was like. How- random that was like
2: oh my god watch y'all's episode and we're we came here just because of y'all's episode and we're like wow Wow. so we're like
3: really thankful Take pictures.
0: yeah
2: yeah so that was that was pretty cool my mom was like what are you guys doing up here
3: i was like what's happening i'm like yeah "Yeah, i guess people are watching the show because we would not be doing anything like this back in missouri no there's no way
2: yeah exactly Oh, that's so
3: beautiful. I was doing the same thing.
1: Thank you. You know what helps, though? This is just from my personal perspective, is you guys keep your show to, like, under 10
2: minutes
1: (laughs) Uh, because I watched some long ones like an hour half an hour I was just like oh my god okay I don't need like five ten minutes of you like just chomping away (laughs) give me like the meat so I appreciate you guys just keeping it like simple right and you guys have that grading system which is awesome and it's just easily digestible because you know people are just have so many like avenues to get their information and you guys do it all in just enough time to get a great sense and a feel for you know your experience
2: thank you yeah that was like one of the other main goals because we don't have a long attention span <laughs> <laughs> no more than like five like at the beginning it's like more five minutes yeah. now some it's like seven minutes i think tops yeah this one definitely. might be a little bit ten minutes. this next episode but um yeah. But yeah we like to keep it short and sweet because yeah just get to the information mm-hmm. do you have anything
3: no just yes what you said what you said just like to get the information in as quick as possible but you know with enough layers and like detail to give people something entertainment and and information they can use it's i'm glad it's working
0: (laughs) so what's next and how can people stay connected with what y'all are doing
2: What's next? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's a great question. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's something. I wish I know what it was.
2: What's next is, you know, we, we quote unquote dropped off like the in Seattle part, but mm-hmm. obviously we're still in Seattle. This is our, our home, so we're still going to do a majority of our episodes in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. And quarterly, hopefully more than quarterly, depending on how our corporate jobs go, we're going to take it further out of the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. So we should be in. Europe yep. in September, September. Hopefully, go a few other places like at the end of this year and continue to keep traveling, mm-hmm. bring in hopefully as good as content as we can to individuals and just having fun and helping people. Yeah. And everyone can find us on YouTube, Traveling While Black, and then our TikTok. Everything's Traveling While Black, honestly. So if you just search Traveling While Black, people can find us there.
0: Right on. Thank you, and I'm looking forward to that Europe too, where y'all going. Or do we need to tune in and find out what countries you are
3: going to
2: tune in to find out? Yeah,
3: okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's really highly dependent on the budget that uh, the
2: network. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: Though we're the network, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're
2: working on it. Over good on it. The <laughs> plane prices kind of got us. We had this plan, but we'll we'll get it together.
3: Yeah, we going to be at least
2: one
0: country. Yeah. Can't wait for that content.
2: Thank you both yeah. for having us on the podcast. Like this has been awesome. We are so yeah. thankful that you all
1: had us and you asked us to do this. Thank and, you so much.
3: And thank you for doing what you, you, you two do this is awesome.
1: Thank you so much, Anthony and Marley and everyone for taking the time to kick back and be conscious with us. Make sure to follow the conscious cut on your favorite social media platform and share one thing you would like to do to become more sustainable. Then stay tuned for the next episode to learn how to make an impact. Mark your calendars for August 3rd, 2022.
0: Until then, bye world. world.